Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Rachel. And welcome to Peachy Patriots. <laughs> I totally forgot that I'm supposed to say it too for a sec. So I, gotta... <laughs> I know, I was kind of waiting. I was like, Peachy. <laughs> I like, got a text and everyone who knows me knows that I cannot multitask to save my life. Like, it's really bad. So I was like, oh, text and just forgot where I was, you know, the usual. Um, it's like, you know, the movie Up where the dog's like, squirrel. That's yeah. me, like, all the time. It's really bad. It's anyway, so welcome to this week's episode. I'm so glad we stopped counting because I have no clue what episode we're even on. But this episode we're going to call back to December because, well, it's December 1st when we're recording this. Hopefully we'll get it out to you in the next few days. But we just kind of wanted to touch on – so, like, you know, it's obviously also the start of Advent for all you – christian and catholic peaches out there and um i don't know i feel like for me personally advent at least in the last year or so like last advent i remember like really trying to kind of get in touch with my faith again during advent kind of like lent like lent i feel like was a very good spiritual time for me and lately i've just been just not i don't know it's like you you know how you, when you're like going through the motions but you're just not really like on fire for things that's kind of I've been like very lukewarm lately and so I'm trying to get back to a place where I'm more like where my faith is more ablaze yeah exactly yeah I I fall off the wagon with like actually practicing my faith like I still feel like like I obviously still have the same values and whatnot but like honestly like for me I will say it's like when I get busy I feel like it's like the first thing I kind of like like push away which shows that it's obviously not as much of a priority as it should be where it's like if I'm really busy I'll be like okay like um like I can't go to church today or whatever and then I just won't even try to like make up for that in any way where it's like okay maybe I can't go to church but I could like read the bible or like most church services now are recorded anyways or like you know there are a bunch of podcasts and stuff that you can listen to so it's like Mm -hmm. I feel like I'll be like oh well I just can't make it so oh well or like um if one of my Bible studies for this year wrapped up. And so I'm like, okay, well, I'm done with that. And it's like, no, I can still keep reading the Bible. It's not like, oh, well, you know, not until the next uh, Bible study, you know. The book's like, over. We're done with it. Yep, exactly. So, and I'm actually trying to, I found a little, like, Advent Bible reading plan. So I'm going to try to do that for the, is Advent the, just the 25 days or 24 days up until Christmas? I think. For Catholics, at least, it started last Sunday, I believe. Oh, okay. Um, I'll be honest, I mainly know that because Advent, the priests were purple, and the priest was wearing purple on Sunday. I was like, oh, wow, <laughs> it's Advent already. Like, damn. Okay. I'm not sure if that started December 1st. I think it's kind of like the first Sunday. Okay. Like, oh, yeah. I'm so stupid because Advent is four weeks because we have the Advent wreath, which has the four candles. And so it's like the four Sundays okay. before Christmas, I think. Okay, so, but it's still leading up to Christmas. Yes. Yeah. Okay, cool. So, anyone who thinks that we're, like, super good Christians and Catholics who know everything, I hope oh, that, definitely that exchange just proved to you that we really... Though, so also, I don't think anyone thinks that of me, at least, so I, <laughs> I can see it. Unfortunately, but, yeah, I think for me, something that I've noticed sometimes with, like, just, like, goals or s- stuff in general, it's, like, sometimes I'll have... And I guess this kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier, but I sometimes I'll have a goal. Like, I'm like, I literally looked, um, I wrote my resolutions down last year, like in a journal, I'm looking at them. 
And there's some of them I definitely didn't hit because I wrote some like financial ones and I definitely did not hit them because I moved and obviously that's very expensive and stuff. But I feel like sometimes for, and this is me and Megan, like our favorite like way to describe ourselves that we're all or nothing people. (laughs) I feel like sometimes when I have a goal, like let's say my goal is save $10,000 or whatever. And if I'm not going to get there, then it's almost like, and I know I'm not going to get there. I feel like I'll just be like, oh, I'm just going to, like, not save as much because it's, like, end of the year. I know I'm not going to hit it. Mm-hmm. Or, like, if your goal is something with, like, fitness or something, I think sometimes people are going to – or, like, I've honestly had a couple of fitness goals this year that I did not reach either. And then I'm like, well, I'm not going to hit it anyway, so, like, it doesn't matter. And it's, like, I feel like sometimes it's, like, I'm more concerned with completing the goal versus, like, the pursuit of the goal is, like – more important it's like this the Miley Cyrus song where it's like it's all about the climb or whatever it's like it's not about just like getting to the top and being like oh I did it it's like oh I actually like learned along the way and like hey maybe I didn't save ten thousand dollars or I can't bench a hundred pounds or whatever it's like okay but I can still I saved more than I had to begin with or like I am stronger than I was and I should Mm -hmm. keep going versus being like discouraged and being like well you know what it's not even worth continuing it like I already failed and like almost kind of like giving up before you've even like crossed the finish line like oh well I already know I'm gonna lose so I'm just gonna like chill Mm -hmm. out now you know Mm -hmm. yeah no I definitely I feel that I think we were saying too the other day um this actually I'll be honest this came up during confession for me a couple weeks ago I was kind of just like explaining to the priest like yeah you know like there's just certain sins that I'm like I don't struggle with as badly as I used to, but they're still definitely there. And there's still like all these sort of temptations, but like, you know, I'm not as bad as I was, but like, you know, there's just some things like, you know, X, Y, Z that I still, you know, have some problems with here and there. And he was like, yeah, he asked me how old, how old I was. And I told him, you know, 23. And he was like, yeah, I feel like when you, when you're in like your mid twenties, like the devil tries to find like new ways to tempt you. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because he said that I was like oh kind of like that makes sense he's like yeah like you're not you know you've learned from your sins you're like a lot wiser than you were like say in college or high school or whatever but you know he's trying to find other ways to bring you away from Christ Mm -hmm. and I actually heard I think on a podcast the other day I didn't really tie these two together till just now but the it was this other like it was this podcast I was from this priest but he was saying how the devil's like number one thing for us, like his number one tactic to like, it was kind of funny, actually, he (laughs) compared, like, if the devil was giving, what was it? It was something like, if the devil was having like a yard sale of like all these, like sort of awful sins, and like, just getting rid of like, everything, the one that he wouldn't sell or get rid of is discouragement, because that's his number one power against us. And I think that that's, Wow. Like very similar to what you just said like you get discouraged you're like oh well I'm not gonna get there anyway oh like mm-hmm. I can't ever be a saint how the heck am I gonna get to heaven you know so God just you or not God sorry oh Lord forgive me the devil <laughs> uses discouragement to keep us from Christ because if you're discouraged you don't even have the hope of like oh I can do better then mm-hmm. he's got you like what's the point you it could be like the smallest sin in the world or the biggest one if you are super discouraged and don't have the hope that you can be better then you're not gonna try so it's like, how can you remain close to Christ and close to hope? And it's funny, too, because today I was at this, like, Advent talk thing. 
And I'm sorry, I'm giving all this advice from like different priests. So if you're like super atheist, please just, you know, listen anyway. Don't judge the fact that I keep quoting all these priests. But this priest tonight was saying um, how like Advent is the season of hope. And I was like, and that you can, you know, oh my gosh, have, have like a prayer for hope. And it's really just coming to me that this is all tying together. All these no, this is it's, it's going beautifully. Like it seems like you like well rehearsed this. I'm not even kidding. Like I'm over here <laughs> yeah, like I'm literally just the connecting floor. the dots as we're going. No, I love um, it. I knew God wanted me to go to that thing. It was weird. I like didn't really want to go, but I was like, I'm gonna go tonight, and mm-hmm. it'll just be good. But that was like what he opened his talk with, and honestly, it was the most enlightening thing I got out of the whole thing. Like the rest of what he said was great, but that was like the thing that really stuck with mm-hmm. me was like advent is like the season of hope and hope's actually a virtue which i don't have my virtues memorized by any means i know humility is one just because i'm really bad at it i'm always like oh, i should be more humble but um he was talking about hope is like a virtue so it's something that we can't have without god like at the end of the day like you need yeah. god to like keep the virtues in you so just some food for thought but he also said too like you know pray to god for hope because i feel like lately I don't know. I think it's just my w- usual winter blues that come this mm-hmm. time of year. My seasonal depression, as I've been saying on like mm-hmm. every episode for the last month. Um, but I don't know. I feel like I haven't had a ton of hope lately. And it's like, I don't know, I need to just get that back and ask God to renew that in me. Because, you know, if you lose hope, you really are just in this dark, discouraged place. Mm-hmm. And Satan's just like, yeah, you suck. And then you're like, yeah, I do. And we don't want wow. that. I love the thing you said about discouragement. Like, I've never thought about that. But when I think about it, I feel like the majority of my sins come from me, like, being discouraged in that area of my life and being like, oh, well, I'm like, I've already, I'm too far gone or whatever. Exactly. And it's like, but I think also it's kind of like what you were saying about you can't have hope without God. I think some of the discouragement, um, and actually what I just came back, um, from church to and most of the uh, service was about uh, separation from God and like how obviously the devil was an angel and he wanted to separate himself from God and so he you know fell um, but I kind of think with when you f- are feeling discouraged you're kind of like sometimes almost like separating yourself from God like oh I can't do this and it's like yeah on your own you are not going to be able to like, conquer your sins you know like if whatever you're whether it's like jealousy or lust or lack of humility or whatever it's like by yourself you're not going to get through that and it's like I think the devil comes back and it's like yeah you can't do this and it's like you're right I can't do this by myself but that's so true yeah. you know what I mean and I'm like I, that's kind of I love how like all this stuff is times like I feel like God just like I mean obviously he knows what he's <laughs> doing but he really like worked it out today yeah like, he really did like I feel like I've just and it's funny, too, because I feel like I've just been praying for such clarity. And it's like, mm-hmm. okay, that might not be the number one question I've been praying for an answer for. But that definitely just helps me feel more at peace. And I feel like I've been trying to pray mm-hmm. for boundaries and to just, like, you know, trust God and everything. But another thing, it's just speaking of kind of, like, letting God fill you with hope and that you can't be anything without God. This is another thing the priest was talking about. Because he was talking about Mary and how, you know, they say she's, like, filled with grace. Like, that's in the very popular Catholic prayer, Hail Mary. Um, and he's talking about how, like, Mary was so 
like she was made perfect in the image of God and everything and or was perfect just in general and I don't know I've always kind of had trouble like I guess wrapping my head around that but one thing he said that really stuck with me was like Mary filled with grace like she has been filled with grace by God basically and she's not like she's not perfect without God and she was so humble because she knew that everything with her was because of God and like she knew her worth and everything but she knew it was from God so it's kind of because I've always kind of struggled with that too like the idea of how do I recognize my worth and that I'm worth something and I'm like a child of Christ and that's so great and I'm so loved and blah 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 without being like cocky or like overconfident about it Mm -hmm. but then also how do I be humble without being like I hate myself because I've also heard things that are like oh it's like humility isn't necessarily being insecure like I think it's just knowing like no I'm great but it's because like God makes me great like I'm not great on my own like and I think honestly viewing things in that light almost like takes the pressure off in some ways because it's kind of like okay well yeah I'm not perfect but I like I can be better through God Mm -hmm. but without God I can't do anything so it's like why am I trying so hard on my own when I have a God that wants to help me that loves me and I just need to cooperate with him yes you know yeah I think also like I remember we actually had a talk or like something where we were talking about humility and we couldn't like we were talking kind of about the fact that it's like some people almost kind of degrade themselves in order to be humble or whatever and then other people are obviously like are like overzealous in themselves Mm -hmm. and then I heard something where it's like humility is just like thinking of yourself less so it's not thinking of yourself in like a negative way or whatever way it's just like I'm gonna take kind of like the pressure off and like take the spotlight off me and like put it back on Christ Mm -hmm. um but I think that's you're so right it's like I I think that that kind of goes back to like the discouragement of like when you feel like oh I can't do this I'm not gonna accomplish my goals I'm not gonna you know um complete whatever Mm -hmm. um I feel like Sorry, where was I going? Discouragement. We we're talking about humility. I don't know why. Without completely. Christ, like I can't. Yeah, without Christ. Thing. Yeah, it's <laughs> like I don't know. It's like you're almost just kind of like, yeah, I can't do anything, whatever, and you're kind of like degrading yourself. And it's like, well, you need God. Like that's the whole point is that you can't, like, you aren't perfect, you know, mm-hmm. like, and that's okay. And I think it's so much like. It's just so much less, because I feel like when you get discouraged, I mean, the whole point is, like, when you get discouraged, it's, like, you just want to give up. You're, like, that seems, like, too much work. I can't do it, like, mm-hmm. um, whatever. And it's, like, you have to keep going. <coughs> Sorry, I'm dying. Um, <laughs> hey, that's um, just the devil discouraging. Yeah, exactly. So. But it's, like, I feel like when you think, oh, I can't do it, whatever, it's, you're, like, focusing so much on yourself, like, oh, I can't do this, or, like, I'm not good enough, or I messed up, or I did whatever, and it's like, okay, but what about God, you know, like, God can save you, and bring you back, and, like, Mm -hmm. help you get to, um, whatever, because I think, I don't know, like, for me, I think, I don't know, I just love what you said about discouragement overall, because I think that's (laughs) definitely 
I've to never thought about it. Background. Like I've never really thought about it that way where it's like, and especially for people like us who are very high achievers, I think discouragement is one way to really get someone to go down the wrong path. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And they feel like, oh, like if you're kind of, like I feel like we were kind of raised in a community where it's like very, like personal achievement was everything. Yeah. So it's like it, when you feel discouraged and you can't achieve your something by yourself, you just feel like, I can't do anything at all. Like, your self-worth just, like, obliterates, you know? Mm-hmm. I think also, too, in both of our, like, family lives, we are very much kind of that, like, because, you know, they say there's different, like, family roles, and I think yeah. both of our families, we are kind of, like, the, I forget the official name for it, because I know they have different, like, names for certain family roles, but I always think of it as, like, kind of the golden kid, like, the, mm-hmm. you know, you don't mess things up, or the peacemaker. I think that's what it's called, where you just kind of try to keep everyone happy. Like, you just kind mm-hmm. of do your own thing, make your parents happy, just try to stay out of trouble. And it's great, but it's also so much pressure to put on yourself. Then when other things fall apart or when you do mess up, it like, it's like such a bigger deal because you're not the one who's supposed to mess up. Like that's not your role in the house, you know? So it's just kind of like, I've been feeling that lately. Oh my gosh. I've literally been feeling that. (laughs) No, I totally, it's something I really struggle with because I feel like And I think it's why I'm such a perfectionist, too, in, like, so many aspects of my life. Mm -hmm. Like, with work, too, it's, like, if I don't make a goal, I'm, like, well, I'm worthless. And then it's just, like, no, Megan, that's actually totally false, you know? Like, but it's so easy to just get down on yourself. And it's, like, you were saying something we were talking about the all or nothing. Mm -hmm. About, I had a thought to that. I think I pretty much said it already, but how discouragement, in a way, like, yeah, if you don't make a goal or whatever, and you're trying to be all or nothing with it, when you get discouraged, then you're going to go all or nothing the opposite way. It's like, okay, yeah. well, I couldn't do that. So now I don't want to do anything, mm-hmm. which is like what you're saying in the beginning. Yeah. So it's kind of like, how can you like be close to God and like recognize that your life isn't yours? It's actually like God's, you know, like every exactly. breath you breathe, like he's allowing you to do, you know, and like how. Dude, you literally mm. took my verse. I already have my verse planned out for the week and you literally took it. Is that <laughs> it? Really? What yeah, there's verse? a verse where it's like, um, like I will give you you breath and you will come to life and, or something like that. I can't remember the actual verse. I no, I love that. it. I'm feeling so Jesus-y right now. This is awesome. I really no, think it's like uplift. Also, I was kind of thinking about this when you were talking about the whole golden child concept of like, oh, when you mess up you feel even more discouraged because like you're trying to do whatever I think another at least for me a huge source of discouragement um is comparison of like oh definitely I feel it so hard and I honestly think you can use it either way I think you can use it to be not humble or to be discouraged like you can look at someone and be like oh I'm not as good as them like I'm not like there are some people where it's like because of the choices I've made I'm never going to be like them but that doesn't mean that I still can't, like, pursue holiness or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, just because I... Mm-hmm. And I also don't know what choices they're going to make tomorrow. So, it's, like, it's... They're yeah. in different, you know... They have different situations. They grew up in different environments, whatever. I'm not going to sit here and be like, oh, well, this person... Like, we kind of talked about it, like, with starting our podcast or whatever. The whole, like, concept of, like, the Southern Belle marries her high school sweetheart right after college and, like, whatever. <laughs> and it's, like... They probably haven't done certain things I've done because I it was not in that situation. But it's like I can't look at them and try to, like, be discouraged by that. But I also then can't look at someone who maybe 
um, is someone who I would have deemed to have like, sinned more than me. And I can't be like, well, at least I'm not that. Like, I'll never be like the perfect Christian girl, but at least I don't like deal drugs, you know? And it's like, <laughs> I feel like you have to kind of be like, okay, it's again, it's not about like me, you know what I mean? It's not about like me compared to this really great person or maybe this not so great person. It's like, where am I in relation to Christ? Mm-hmm. You know, and it's like, I don't know, because I feel like I will get so discouraged when I was, like, looking at other people where I'm, like, wow. Or if I see someone, and this really discourages me, if I see someone who, like, let's say we've kind of had the same kind of life of sin, but then it seems to work out more for them than me, mm-hmm. then I just get discouraged to even want to be better sometimes, because I'm, like, well, it worked out for them in the long run, but I don't actually yeah. know that, you know what I mean? Like, just because, like, like, let's say someone lived a certain lifestyle but now they're happily married I don't just because they're happily married now does not mean and one you don't actually know what's going on so maybe they're not but like just because their Instagram makes it seem like they're happily married now <laughs> does not mean like that's gonna last forever or whatever and I feel like sometimes it's easy but like oh well it worked out for them so like maybe it'll work out for me so I don't actually have to try to be better you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I don't yeah. know I think comparison can definitely like really steer you away from achieving your goals yeah I think the devil's definitely used that on me I mean I remember in college like my first year like I had a really good group of like Catholic friends but Mm -hmm. like my sophomore year I don't know like saying God to me man he was like you're not as good as those girls Mm -hmm. you still like to drink and go out you still like boys too much you know Mm -hmm. like you're not as good as all those other girls and it just like weighed on me and then like I would also think too like because I you know part of my well, I, I don't want to get into too much backstory, but I kind of started thinking, oh, these girls aren't really for me. Like, they just, you know, are yep. trying to be nice to me for their own benefit or, like, mm-hmm. not for all of them, but for certain ones, I was kind of like, oh, or or they told me to, like, break up with this guy. And now I'm sad about this guy. And, like, he was nice and whatever. You know, like, they were just, it was <laughs> like, this whole thing. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I mean, I don't know, like, things happen for a reason. That's just kind of one example. But it's like, what would have happened if I hadn't, if I had handled that differently, you know, like, and not that yeah. I'm wondering now or like, you know, I try not to live with like a ton of regrets, but you know, like discouragement can really get to you and can lead you astray. And I definitely went more on the path that was not as close to Christ as it would have been probably if I'd stayed friends with some of those people. I mean, you don't know for sure, but mm-hmm. you know, and eventually, you know, God came back or he was always there, but eventually I got back to God. The prodigal daughter <laughs> returns. <laughs> Dude, I feel like I the prodigal daughter returning every Sunday. Like no, I you know just making it barely. <laughs> like no, I feel I just think, <laughs> and sometimes so like and what I've kind of been doing is like because I feel like for the most part I got it down. Like I understand what to do. I do. I think I'm like overall. If you did like negatives and positives, I think I'm a good person. I think there are certain things that I struggle with and it's like, I just keep struggling with and I always come back and I'm like, sorry, God, going to do it again. And I feel like recently and like Megan knows <laughs> recently I've been like, okay, like what is actually the root? You know, like what is leading me astray? Like, let me tackle the root versus just like always doing like the surface level. I think the root is um, discouragement. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I honestly do think honestly a lot of, sin comes from discouragement or insecurity or like oh I'm not enough Mm -hmm. or 
I'm, you know, whatever. And, like, you almost just kind of, like, mentally, like, you give up. Mm-hmm. You, you almost, like, check out. You're like, I've just given up on myself. Like, I don't even yeah. believe that this can happen or whatever. And it's, like, it's kind of like what you're saying, like, where you just have that lack of hope. And I think if you don't have, like, honestly, if you don't have hope, like, what do you have, you know? Yeah, that's so true. I feel like another one I've struggled with a lot, I've probably mentioned this too, but I... I've always kind of, not always, but though a lot. I've definitely, <laughs> um, I've definitely struggled with sort of having, I guess, like a healthy perception of God. And, mm-hmm. you know, I think it goes back to my dad issues. But um, I always just kind of, I often view God as this kind of like angry, you know, sort of judgmental, you know, father who's like, I screw up and he just starts screaming at me or whatever, you know, or yeah. like you know, he's very easy to anger and, you know, you have to be this perfect thing for him to love you. And he loves those other girls more and whatever, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that that's another thing that ties into just the discouragement and hope is it's like, I feel like the devil kind of gets in my head. Oh no, God doesn't love you. Oh, mm-hmm. you did that. Oh, that's still in your past. I don't care how many times you, you know, pray or go to confession. That's still there. Like yep. you're stained. And it's like, no, I'm not like, shut up devil. You know? <laughs> and I think sometimes you have to say that and you have to really, sort of conquer your thoughts because I think there are just so many things and even in our culture too can just be so negative and so mm-hmm. toxic especially for like young girls like us like it's just it is mm-hmm. you know like technology just all of it, it does not yeah. comparison like you were saying and so I think just having hope in like who God is and staying close to like who God is and getting to know God and making it like a personal sort of relationship because mm-hmm. I think that's another thing that goes in with the golden child thing it's like okay, well, I can be so good. And, you know, you kind of think like, yeah, if you mess up, it's the end of the world. But then also like your worth is weighed on those good deeds and those good times and like trying so hard. And it's like, no, like God, like you're nothing without God to begin with. But then also it's like, how can you do sort of, it's that one like saints. I forget what saint, but it's like, how can you do little things with a lot of love or something? Mm -hmm. And it's kind of like at the end of the day, we are very small, like, you know, minuscule specks in like the universe, but we still have like this God of the universe that created us and like wants us here and loves us. Mm-hmm. So I guess just kind of balancing those, yeah, you know, slightly conflicting ideas. <laughs> yeah. Going off of what you said, well, two things. One, you're like, shut up, devil. I mentioned this once in my Bible study, and I feel like everyone's like, Rachel, shut up. But um, in. <laughs> In Pure Souls by Kanye West off his latest album, Tanta, <laughs> he has a lyric that says, devil, get behind me, I'm loose, I'm free. And I honestly I sometimes that. will say that, and I'm, I just like the idea of, like, I'm free. Like, yeah, you're right. Like, I did do that in the past, but I'm free. You know, like, I'm not captive to my past sin. And then also what you were saying about, like, um, I like how the devil will get to you and be like, oh, you did all this stuff, like, God loves like the pure perfect Christian girls more or whatever it's like and like how you're talking about like how it's sometimes hard to to imagine what God is like as a father and mm-hmm. I was just like thinking of like the prodigal son in that parable where it's like God is obviously the father in that parable and um you know the prodigal son runs off and does all these bad things and comes back and like this father throws a party yeah. and like the other brother is pissed because he's like 
yo, I've been here this whole time. I haven't been like out partying and doing mm-hmm. all these crazy things. And it's like the father's just happy to have his son return to him. Like uh-huh. that, it wasn't even like, and it's not because I used to always hate that story on say as a kid. Cause I feel like I was, I always yeah. just thought of it as my family where it's like my brother was a prodigal son and I was a brother who stayed behind and was like uh-huh. good. And it's like, it's great to be good, but it's like, it brings God just so much joy to have you come back. Cause it's like, okay, he had one good son, but he still had his other one gone. Mm-hmm. But that, when he came back, it was like, you know, they say that like, what is it? Where it's like the angels are like, throwing a party in heaven. Like when you come back, like, Aww, I love that. Yeah. And it's like, I think it's so hard to like, cause I think it's like when you, especially try to like conceptualize God and like how we interact with people and you're trying to like, Oh, like, is it kind of like how my dad is or how the, my pastor is or whatever? It's like human people are not like capable of the grace that God is. You know what I mean? Like God yeah. is by definition grace, but it's like, and so I think for us, sometimes we're like, there's no way he would ever forgive me or there's no way like I'm good enough or whatever. And it's like, God's already like given us grace through Jesus and I think it's just, I don't know, sometimes I, I feel like I struggle with like fully understanding that because like there's nothing on earth that we can really compare it to. Like that's why, yeah. you know, like with the parables, it's like, it's supposed to kind of be like, oh, this is kind of like how it is, but like you'll never fully understand. Like it's that complex. Massive. Or, yeah. Yeah. And not even, it's like, it's so simple, but like exactly, for us, it doesn't yeah. make sense. You know what I mean? So it is complex. Because we're like, yeah, we're like, but that's not how it works in the real world. You uh-huh, know? Exactly. And it's like, you're right. That, that isn't how it works. Uh-huh. Like, but that's the, that's the cool part of it, you know? Mm-hmm. I love to, what you were saying about prodigal son, because it's so true. Like I, I love that story in a way because I have definitely been both brothers. Like I've yeah. been the one coming home after a little too much partying, you know? <laughs> and then, <laughs> I've also been the one who's like, God, really? You're giving that person, like, yep. you know, like, that person gets to be happy and find love, and I'm still, like, alone and sad, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I'm truly, like, I have been both in so many different scenarios, and mm-hmm. I know, I think it's just kind of one of the beauty beauties of Christ in general, because he loves both of the sons the same, yeah. you know? And he knows that we're both, both, you know? <laughs> like... Yeah, I think that's why he puts, because realistically, in the story, he didn't need to put the good son in. Cause, that's like, true, yeah. Because I feel like a lot of people focus on the bad son. And mm-hmm. it's like, there's a reason he put the good son there, too. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I feel like that was very intentional. Because realistically, you are going to be both at different points in your, like, one week and you're the good son, the next week and you're the bad son, and then whatever, mm-hmm. you know? But it's like, you're kind of, I feel like sometimes I'm just, like, running, like, in a circle like, in and out of the house I, so like... feel that. I really do I really get that <laughs> God's just like honey you're getting dizzy can you just like stay with me you know he, he's like just pick a role pick one of the sons <laughs> and stick with it dude <laughs> but I think that's honestly though it is dizzying I feel like it's that's another yeah. thing to just stay close to God because otherwise you are going to kind of run back and forth and it's like how can you just kind of keep God as close to you as possible? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it's like, even though, obviously, like, there, God does have grace, and if you repent, like, he will forgive you. It's like, because, like, we're, like, the whole point of, like, this was kind of like, talking about goals and stuff. It's like, yeah, he might, like, not 
let you go backwards but like if in order to truly go forwards you have to really walk with him that whole time so like, mm-hmm. you could run off to the side and do whatever and then you come back and it's like you're still at the point you started at whereas if yeah. you're actually just sticking with god that whole time at least you're moving forward and you know maybe sometimes you do take a step back or you do go to the side or whatever but it's like the closer you stay to god i think the like more you're actually going to progress towards your goals yeah exactly and it's like that's the other thing too that I kind of love in a way is God is always super close to you like mm-hmm. no matter what you're doing yeah even if you think oh he does not want to be anywhere near me like no he does he, he's right there with you and yeah it's just a matter of like taking notice of that and sort of living that way and reaching out to God and being like okay no like I need to let you in my life like you're there anyway but I need to like acknowledge it and actually let you work in my life and cooperate with what you're yeah. trying to do here. or it's like I need to actually interact with you like you're there like you're in the room with me but I'm kind of ignoring you like exactly. I actually need to interact yeah. with you you know <laughs> exactly so when you think about it that's so rude it's like if if you had a friend or whatever who always just like like let's say you just hung out all the time or like they're always where you are but you just never interact with them that'd be so rude to them so it's yeah. like but I feel like I'll do that to God sometimes where it's like he's there and I'm just like oh I got it yeah and no, God's literally. Like, I'm literally right here but whatever yeah, watching me, like try to like bench like double my weight with yeah. a spotter and he's like I'm right here like <laughs> yeah. what are you doing you're gonna crush your God's soul, the ultimate you know? spotter okay <laughs> that's, like... that's gonna be the title of this I'm kidding <laughs> No, literally. I mean, he's got you. So, anyhow, I hope, I guess we should probably try to wrap this up. Rachel and I always say, we're like, okay, 20, 30 minutes, and then... But this one was, like, a fire episode. Like, I really feel like God was like, let's go. God was like, like, yeah, you're right. Y'all do not have this without me. Let me just, um, let me send my spirit to you, because... Yeah, we got some Holy Spirit sprinkled in here, (laughs) y'all. All those priests, they're just like, making their whole mark on me like okay go say this go say that um anyhow um yeah I guess just to wrap this up don't let the devil discourage you and just keep hope in Christ and like Mm -hmm. pray for hope too I it's funny because he said that tonight I've never thought to like pray for hope like I'm always praying okay God help me trust in you you know Mm -hmm. and I feel like I just get tired of saying that because I feel like God's like just do it already you know (laughs) But no, he knows that I can't do it without him. So, I don't know. I think that praying for hope, I really like that idea. I'm going to try to do that this month. He actually said, he's like, write your own prayer for hope. Like, people always search prayers for hope. Just write your own. It could be one sentence. Like, mm-hmm. God, help me hope. You know, it's not that deep. Like, just do it. And I was like, huh. I like that idea. Yeah, I like that. But um, we hope you enjoy this. It's funny. I feel like. I started off explaining it. Like, I have no clue where this is going. God is like, let me take the wheel. <laughs> Jesus, take, take the, the wheel, wheel. baby. <laughs> that was too, that, that was perfectly set up. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> um, but anyhow, we hope you enjoyed this episode. Be sure to follow us on PT Patriots, especially on Sundays. We have Jesus content. Um, we try to throughout the week as well. Also, based on some references we made, you'll probably be able to figure out whose spotify wrapped is whose in our insta stories oh my gosh i, I didn't to even go think post. about that because i i still by the time this episode gets out they'll be posted because i'm gonna do it right after this episode i told the spotify wraps all came out today and it's a national holiday wrap. okay y'all <laughs> it really is honestly um 
But I was saying, Roger's like, we should do screenshots of ours and make people guess, like, whose is whose, even though it's going to be so obvious. But, um, so yeah, check that out on Peachy. I'll try to save it to one of the highlights. So that way you can still find it if you, whenever this comes out. And hopefully we might have another episode with Remzo coming up. He, I'm so excited. Because, asked... yeah, Rachel, you got that text, right? Yeah, I said, yeah. Okay, I feel like I didn't see that, so I haven't responded to him. So hopefully he still wants us, but um, <laughs> he's moved on. <laughs> it was earlier today, so I'll make sure to say so, and I'll tell him we already announced it. So you have to. Have it. <laughs> but, um... We can't lie on the podcast. <laughs> I know, <laughs> but yeah, Remzo, we've been on a couple episodes with him on his show. We need to have him on our show. Honestly, he's yeah. so funny. But if we had him on, like you guys would go and listen to him and never listen to us again because he's hilarious. But yeah, stay tuned to um, what is on the run with Remzo. On the run with Remzo. Yeah, he's so funny. Well, um, I'll try to remember to link to our last couple episodes with him because they're just always a time. But anyhow, we hope you have a blessed Advent filled with lots of hope and as little discouragement as possible. Yep. Peach out. <laughs> Peach out.